Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B-A-Q-A. Hey, the B-A-Q-A, what you say? The B-A-Q-A with Monday. The B-A-Q-A with Tiffany. The B-A-Q-A. Hey. Hey. Hey, Mandra, how you doing, girl? <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. Pretty in pink. Oh, we got some juicy career questions today. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's get this it's the Andy show. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as always, y'all send us your questions. We love to get them. Uh, brownambitionpodcast.com. You can click ask us anything or slide into our DMs on IG. We are at Brown Ambition Podcast on IG. And we about to get that blue check mark because we're going to pay for it. Um, so you won't have to be worrying about scammers or fraudsters anymore. And how else can they reach us? Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All right. But let's get into your questions. Tiffany, would you do the honors? I sure will. <clears throat> While I stretch and get ready. <laughs> this one is, we're going to call you Dipping My Toe. This is from IG. Hi, ladies. <laughs> love your podcast, and I look forward to your show and advice every week. We love you too, girl. I have a question about using LinkedIn. I've been a teacher for a long time and finally decided to explore a different career path to make more money. Good for you. It's time for me to re, re, um, to create a LinkedIn profile. Do I create two profiles, one for each career path, or do I design the profile toward the field with higher earning power, even though all of my experience is in the current field? I don't want my current boss to see my LinkedIn profile that promotes me in a different industry, or is that okay? Thanks for all that you do. You two are fabulous. Um, give me a good pseudonym. Oh, I did it, girl. Something like dipping my toe, and I said that dipping my toe on LinkedIn. Girl, we calling you dipping my toe. Oh. <laughs> I love that she asked for that, and I anticipated it. Um, honestly, I have no idea, uh, Mandy. This is all you. So, what should dipping my toe be? Oh, me. Can we stop saying toe? It's one of my. Okay, we'll like just say dipping. What should what should dip, dip and dot do? <laughs> <laughs> so this is really common. People are really afraid of putting up on their like giving their current employer any indication that they may be looking. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that, especially if you have like an immature boss or manager or like a, like a retaliation kind of vibe at your place where people get like you could get punished, you can get demoted if they think that maybe you're looking elsewhere. Um, but there are things you can do to protect your privacy and still have a LinkedIn profile. Um, I don't necessarily think it makes sense for you to have two profiles. And the reason is 
one, you don't have any, it doesn't sound like you have any experience in your new field. So what would go on that profile? And two, you're, I wouldn't look at your education right now as a totally separate path. I think that there's so many transferable skills from being a teacher. Um, you haven't mentioned what you want to do, which leaves me a little bit struggling to give you specific mm -hmm. advice, but I'm leaning toward the side of set up your professional, professional profile with your education background, um, study the job listings for the roles that you want and really focus in on as a teacher, as an educator, mm -hmm. any of those skills that may be, you know, transferable into this new industry. And in the meantime, connect with people, you know, you set up your profile now, you start building your LinkedIn network. The whole point of LinkedIn, beyond just having like a digital resume and getting reached out to by recruiters is to actually connect with your peers and colleagues, because you never know who could have a leg up or a way in to a new opportunity for you. And as a pivoter, it's essential. Mm -hmm. Like if you are wanting to start in a new field, why, why am I doing the joker lip? What happened? Did I drink some water? <laughs> I just kind of looked at my own lips. I look like the, why so serious? Oh, let me fix this. What on the hell happened? This is bad promo for Fenty, but it's not you, it's me. It's not you, it's me, Rihanna. Anyway, okay. So if you are, um, so remember the whole point of LinkedIn is to connect, right? So you don't just want to have a profile, you want to connect with your peers. And as a career pivoter, entirely essential. I think too many career pivoters obsess over resumes in LinkedIn when I really want you to put, I mean, those are just facts, put up the facts of your work history, but then focus on how can you start connecting with other people and letting them know that you're open to work. And this is the part that you're probably like, wait, how do, how do I tell them I'm open to work without my boss seeing? So you can go on LinkedIn and you can turn on your open to work settings. So if you go into your profile and you edit it, you'll see this when you're setting it up. There is a toggle, like a, a selection for open to work. Now you can be open to work privately, which means only people who are using LinkedIn Recruiter, mm -hmm. which is a special paid version of LinkedIn, which recruiters and maybe some hiring managers, but mostly like HR people will be using, they can see your open to work, but the general population of LinkedIn users, including your boss, um, won't be able to see that. So that's one way to protect yourself. Another thing is you can straight up block whoever you want to block on LinkedIn, you know, including your boss or colleagues, if that's, you know, what you want to do. I think that's a relatively safe thing to do because if they're teachers, I mean, it's not saying that they may not have a connection to a role for you, but if you're really worried about retaliation or just cause like making an uncomfortable work environment for yourself, you might just want to go ahead and, you know, keep your private, keep your profile private to those people. Um, but I definitely would say, if you're like pivoting into a new industry, which it sounds like you are, you need to start looking for ways to start upskilling, looking for networking opportunities. One of my Mandy Moneymakers, I hope she doesn't mind me shouting her out, um, Warena, I met her, she was one of my very first, she was in the very first cohort of makers, school teacher um, in Virginia, or is it Baltimore? Shit, I forget now. Anyway, school teacher, just, like classic school teacher burnt out by the pandemic, you know, just dealing with a really, uh, really difficult situation, you know, in a working environment, um, really not feeling like she was on the right path and really um, desperately wanted to break into tech. And she just, and this is 
I feel like a reality, a realistic timeline. She just a couple of months ago secured her first job in tech. And Warena, yes. And Warena did everything right. You know, she ended up switching teaching jobs even as she was on her journey to pivoting in tech because she wanted to get out of a toxic situation and Mm -hmm. she ended up getting a 16k raise Mm. when she switched so but even on that journey she went to you know afrotech afrotech has great Mm -hmm. um, tech focused conferences in all different cities she would go to those events she um, found i feel like every other a month on LinkedIn, Warena would be at some sort of women in tech networking event and just continuing to tell people, I'm an educator now, I really want to roll in tech and ended up finally breaking in. So that work, the sooner you start that connection work, which is the hard part, LinkedIn is easy, babes. Don't get stuck here. The better, um, especially if you're pivoting into a new role. Hopefully that answers your question. I can't think of anything else I missed. But welcome. Get on LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I love that. Don't let it psych you out. I think, like, I think to your point, I think a lot of people think LinkedIn is just, just about someone's gonna hire me. But no, I can't tell you how many people, you know, dip and dot that um, just hit me up after they've heard me speak somewhere, and they're like, hey, just want to stay connected and see what you're up to, and and so it's just Mm -hmm. a really good place to just kind of stay connected and from there you know oftentimes I've gotten offers to speak or to do something else just from just like staying connected and checking in on on people that I'm connected to on LinkedIn so don't just think of that like to Mandy's point you know that it's just a tool for someone to hire you it's also to connect with other people in the space because typically people like to ask other people do you know someone for this role or who might be good at this who might you know that's why I get a lot of my really great people because if someone is great, I hope they know other great people yep. too. And the only one to be known and know what people are up to is to stay connected. So that's my little one, two for you, Dip and Dot. But yes, teacher, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to speak a little life into you, Dip and Dot. The fact that you're mm-hmm. a teacher, just know that means you are a freaking superhero. Okay, sis? Yes. Let me tell you. Because people always ask me what's the secret sauce, sauce behind... Um, you know, the Bajanista success and Literature Academy success and such. And I promise you, it's from that classroom. Because you learn to be a leader, you learn to be a public speaker, you learn to be a negotiator, you learn, you know, to connect with your students, but also their parents and the administration at the same damn time. You learn how to take Mm -hmm. people from a place of no knowledge to knowledge while also maintaining order. There's nothing you don't learn. You're the nurse, you're the janitor. You know, you're the mama, you're the daddy, you're the... So, I mean, I just want to encourage you to know that I don't care, because I taught preschool, so I don't care what age that you've taught. If you've taught that there are so many skill sets that you're can that you going to be able to tap into that you might even realize how helpful that is. So, you know, I just uh, commend you and applaud you and just give you that boost of, of, um, of just affirmation that you're a badass because you are a teacher, okay? Oh, you want to take a quick break, Mandras, for our next question? Yes, we'll take a quick breaky break and be right back with BAQ&A. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. 
State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know, we work hard and we play hard. But when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment automated investment and savings app can help it do keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, BA fam, we are back with another juicy, juicy career question. This one's going to be fun because it talks about negotiating, which is my, I start panting and getting excited. (laughs) You know, I'm going to read it because this is really like Mandy's like wheelhouse. I'm like, that's like my full accept. Like, let me read it. So be Put me in coach. Put me in coach. (laughs) All right. What's Nelly got to say? Right. So this is from Nelly from IG. Hi, Mandy. Hope you're well. Girl, I'm here too. 
but that's okay because <laughs> oh stop everyone's I, always I, like hey I, tiffany I, and that girl I, I, <laughs> no, I just have one. because you know best that this is a mandy question but either way hey girl i'm just saying hi <laughs> <laughs> question i'm looking to interview very soon for a new opportunity at my current company different department it would be a promotion and I have most of the required skills plus finish my master's in 2021. Go ahead, girl. Um, how can I go about getting the absolute max amount of money since they have access to my salary history? Um, FYI, the range is up to 156K and I'm at 123 currently. They require um, a salary expectation entry. When I applied, I said 150, just in case they negotiated me down. Um, let me know mm -hmm. if you have any tips. Loving everything you're doing. Thanks, Nelly. This is a good question. What I want to start seeing in hot in here. I don't know why. Just <laughs> no, I'm no, like let's do it. It's getting hot in here. So make sure so get all your coins. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> We negotiate in and no, that doesn't work as a rhyme. Okay, this is a delete that anyway. Um, listen, Nelly, first of all, congratulations because I feel like this is a really exciting opportunity, and to work at a company where you can apply to another department, um, is awesome. And I feel like when people think about quitting a role for a new opportunity, you sometimes think like you have to go outside the company. But I'm a huge fan of pivoting in place. Like that's what I call it when you find a growth opportunity right where you are. Mm -hmm. And your mindset is really important here. And this is a thing where you you know what you make and you're kind of letting that kind of get to you a little bit. I would treat this new department like a, another company. So anything that you would do if you were interviewing for an outside company, I would do. You know, I would go in there strong and establish, you know, your credentials and how excited you are for the opportunity. You've already mentioned a salary. At least it was a, sort of at the top of the range. You mentioned 150. I, I typically would have said, you know, put, uh, you know, um, competitive or put zero or put $1, whatever it is in the field so that you don't have to necessarily name a number. But I think that you should go in there um, definitely expecting to get paid what the value of the job is, especially if it is a promotion. Mm -hmm. You have most of the skills, like you said, and you now have a master's degree. So if you are thinking about the salary that you have now holding you back, this is a whole different job. You know, it's a step up, probably more responsibility. What may help you feel more confident going in and asking for your value is to find comparable roles at comparable companies. Those are the two comps. You want to have similar company and a similar role and see what types of salaries they're offering as well. And then again, think of them as an outside employer who doesn't necessarily know your current salary mm -hmm. and negotiate from that space. It's not about what you're earning now. It's about the market value. Excuse me. It's about the market value of a candidate for this specific role that you're applying for. Um, so don't go in there thinking 123 vibes. Think 156, okay? Mm -hmm. Think high. Um, and you also know that you're not probably just making 123. You also have to factor in your annual bonus on top of that. You know, so... For, don't forget that you can still negotiate those types of things like your annual bonus amount. If they offer you equity at your company, you should still feel confident um, negotiating equity when you get to that point. Like you've just applied now and you put in your salary expectation, which is cool. Now the key is everything that's gonna happen before the negotiation, which is you really wanna make them excited to hire you. You already know the company, but what other strengths do you bring 
to the table. Like how well do you understand the challenges, the pain points of the team that you're joining? Do you have any connections on that team already that you can build on those relationships? You want them to think of you as a no brainer, you know, so that by the time you get to the negotiation or the offer stage, they want you so bad that when you come back to them and like, hey, 140 is cute, but what about 156? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that they're like, okay, we really want Nelly, you know, so let's make this happen. That's essential for you at this point. But before you get there, you got to get your mindset right around, this is a whole different employer, mm-hmm. even though it's with the same company, whole different team. You're not in the same role that you have now. You're not making 123 in this new role. It's a whole different ball game. So start to think that way and don't get in your own way. I like that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. as someone who employs and oftentimes typically will promote promote from within, um, you know, I like, most employees, employers are going to want to look within if someone is good. Because it's like, you don't yeah. have to learn the company culture. I don't have to like kind of talk talk to you about like and teach you about what we do here. So know that like that's a benefit, you know, um, to be able, you know, to looking to work internally. But also sometimes the problem is, is like um, the prodigal son, right? The person who leaves and comes back gets like better treatment than the person who stayed. So don't be afraid either to like be like, mm, it's seeming like they, you know, they treat me like old news. Maybe I need to be made new again. You know, so if you're needing, mm-hmm. if you wanted to make more, consider that too. But I just say this, that I have people on my team that are just so excellent. Like, are you bringing obvious excellence to the table? Not just just you're doing well, but you're visibly doing well. You know, there are people who like, even now, there's a woman on one of my teams that I want to bring on over to the Budgetista. She's on the Literature Academy team. Shout out to you, Akeisha girl. We come and get you. She's amazing. Like, you know, it just started with, you know, um, us contracting her to do a few things here and there. And I was just blown away about what she delivered. Logan was like, what we got to do to get her, you know? What did she do? uh, Project management. But she's just excellent. She's one of those people that like, you know, it just is going to see the thing all the way through. Aikisha works really hard, but also smart and strategically. She's like a great team player, like easy to get along with. She project managed project. So her first project management thing that I had her do was she helped me with the get with um, get with money launch. That was a huge project to entrust to someone. And it was like 15 of us working on Get Good Money and it was getting to be overwhelming for me to manage everyone. So I said, I heard through the grapevine because we used to have our weekly chats when I was the CEO of the um, academy. I heard through the grapevine that Aikisha was interested in project management and just wanted to test it out. And I said, well, I have a huge test for you. Try Get Good Money on the Budgetista side. And she was like, are you sure? I said, well, one, All 11 people on the Get Goes Money team are hard workers. So the project management component is not, you're not, you don't have to manage and motivate them. These are great people. I, ch- I cherry picked everyone on the team. So that was one. You just have to keep us all organized. And she was excellent. And I was like, hold up. I want Akisha for myself. So me and Tam had to tussle. Like, oh, I want Akisha. So <laughs> I won. Um, and so, yeah, so I'll be making her. I mean, I don't even know if Akisha listens, but yeah, girl, I'll be making you an offer soon because we talked about it already. But I'm just saying all that to say, when you are excellent, a space is always made for you at the table. So I'm sure you're bringing excellence yeah. to the table in an obvious way because it'll make people say, we cannot lose, you know, um, Nelly. So good luck to you, girl. Keep us updated. That's such a perfect point to make. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to a coaching client this morning all the way in Australia. Shout Mm -hmm. out to to Nicole. It was 1030 her time, 1030 a.m. my time. 
and she's going through a similar thing. She's applying for a senior role at her company. And I had to remind her how <laughs> incredibly beneficial it is that people already know her. Mm-hmm. Like she has brand recognition exactly where she is. And, and she. I feel like sometimes we take ourselves for granted mm-hmm. at work and we forget like we don't or no one tells us but there's so much value in having a great reputation colleagues wanting to work with you that plus you can teach skills you can teach how to do this how to do that to a certain extent right so Mm -hmm. if you're meeting most of the qualifications on all of them and people know and love you and will vouch for you um and you know endorse you that is so key Mm -hmm. and that gives you such a huge advantage over external candidates so yeah it's just about building your own confidence nelly in that you have a lot going for you already understanding the inner workings of this company and even though i want to know like twelve thousand more things about the situation (laughs) i just want you to go in again feeling strong and and to tiffany's point about sometimes if you are missing out on opportunities and you're not being valued where you are because that unfortunately is often the case Mm -hmm. use this as a litmus test to see okay do i have growth potential at this company and if this this promotion does not work out or you don't get the support that you feel like you need well at least you explored that option and you should feel no ounce of guilt for looking outside of the company you know for new opportunities sometimes they gotta really fear losing you to Mm -hmm. really respect and value you which is unfortunate but it's up to you to you know, assert your value in that way. So I hope this works out for you, but I'm just saying, even if it don't, there's other paths ahead of you as well. And they don't have to be, you know, feeling stuck or stagnant where you currently are. Yeah. But keep us updated, Nellie. We'd love to learn to hear like what happened. If you have a question, BA fam, ask away. Um, we're at the BA Podcast on Twitter. We are Brown Ambition Podcast on IG, brownambitionpodcast.com, where we have like a ask us anything button. And uh, what is it, the Gmail again? Brown Ambition Podcast at gmail.com? Yes, ma'am. And so you can always Nailed gmail it. us too. Um, yeah, <laughs> ask us your questions about business. Maybe you are an entrepreneur, career, Money and more. E mas. Mm, see, that's a little Spanish there. Mm-hmm. E todo. <laughs> so, yeah, until next week, BA fam, we love y'all. Bye. Bye. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.